welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 218, GCW Slime Language, AW Dynamite, and Full Gear. We're also going to talk about Beyond Wrestling's Uncharted Territory, and I believe we have some a question, a single question from Facebook, but before we get to all of that, my name is John, and joining me as she does every week is the Travis Huckabee to my Tony Deppin, Marianne. Hello. I'm going to pretend like I know who that is. Which one? Travis? Yeah. Travis is, uh, well, both of these these guys are former Campiano, Campianos de Parejas. They just lost the championships at Chikara's 20th, um, the season finale of season 20. Sorry, that's what I was getting at. They lost to the bird and the bee. So the bird, My and, the, God. bird and the bee uh, who were on Beyond uh, two weeks ago. Are the new uh, Campionas de Parejas at Chikara, which uh, I watched the tail end of that, and I was like, "Oh man, I got maybe I'll start watching Chikara again." I don't know. Do you need to though, John? <sighs> I love Chikara. I just love it. And Deppin's there. Deppin's great. Yeah. <laughs> Deppin's amazing. Anyway, so uh, Travis Huckabee used to be a referee, and then he graduated from the wrestling. The name sounds familiar. He- he graduated from the Wrestle Factory, and he was a very like technical guy. And now he is in the newest version of Fist, which is um, Icarus, Tony Deppin, and Travis Huckabee. Fucking Icarus! <laughs> God oh, damn. Icarus, still doing his thing. Marianne, how are you? I am decent. Um, my grandfather is back in the hospital. Um, he has a bed sore on his heel, and he had to go back, and so now he's in the hospital again. Weirdly enough, in the exact same room that he was in last time. Oh, weird. Um, I'm feeling like he's covering all the bases of the things that he hasn't been hurt doing uh-huh. before. Um, very much in his element. Um, <laughs> totally like mentally and like spiritually fine yeah just physically not and which is kind of more dangerous because mm. he's he's just like just like yeah Ugh. um and then my niece's second birthday was yesterday so i went over to salida which is next to modesto well pardon me oh boy i took my adderall this morning and i don't know why i'm yawning it mm. might be the beer that i had at 10 30 this morning oh i am also having a beer right now Oh, excellent. You're lucky, though, that it's afternoon. <laughs> Very true. I did see that picture, and I went, Marianne, it's 9 in the morning. What are we doing? No, it was 10.30 in the morning, and I was also eating a bagel. So, All right, fine. Fine. <laughs> I don't know. I took my Adderall this morning. I took it yesterday, and then the same thing happened last night that happened last time I took it, which is I fell asleep totally fine and then woke up at, like, 2.30. Oh, jeez. Again, and then didn't fall asleep until, like, 4.30. Yikes. Which happened last time. I woke up at 2.30 and didn't fall asleep until 4.30. So I'm like, God damn it. But um, yeah, my weekend's been fine. My uh, mom's cousin Janet is coming to visit tomorrow. Tomorrow being Monday. Nice. Um, I haven't seen Janet since I was eight years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's going to be bizarre. So we're like in the process of cleaning our whole house and like all this other ridiculous nonsense. And Mm -hmm. oh, my God, I'm so sleepy. What the fuck? Sorry. I don't know where it's coming from, but um, yeah, I haven't been doing much, but I mean, I'm getting my hair done finally 
tonight my extensions have grown out like two inches and like john have i told you lately about my first world problems because they have increased no no you have not (laughs) i'm joking that's the only one i can think of okay all right yeah um so my week has been pretty interesting i guess we'll just uh we'll go over some stuff that's not wrestling um we have been on the search for um a pup to adopt um so we're looking for a puppy right now um are you gonna do puppy or dog that needs a home oh oh, no it's gonna be a dog that needs a home that is okay that is also a puppy you're just going to refer to pup yeah we're we're gonna adopt a a puppy um either a rescue or just you know i don't care what you name this puppy i'm still calling it ishi (laughs) we'll see um i feel (laughs) like we have um gotten away from just wanting a single breed to just being like, look at all of these dogs. So um, yeah, it's like, I don't, I, we try and keep away from getting um, like purebred dogs. Yes. And I want to get a dog from a pound. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's like always, I'm like, I told my mom, I was like, can we not get a puppy? I mean, puppies are great, but I was like, I want a dog that like doesn't have a home. Yeah. You know, that's what we're currently looking at. I actually have a, um, I have a spreadsheet with, oh my god, John! You and your fucking spreadsheets. Yeah. Are you like the Excel master? No, I'm. Not, I mean, like I know how to make a a, a spreadsheet. Um, but let's see, pups for adoption spreadsheet. I currently have twenty three pups on there. Um, and if I have inquired about them, and if we've heard back from them, um, so there's actually, I will say, there is a corgi Dotson mix that is called. <gasps> oh boy, that is called um, Ichi I C H I. Oh, so not can, much different from Ishii. I know. So we could just call it. We'll just be like, we'll just call him Ishii, right? <laughs> and he won't know the difference. He won't know. Um, yeah, but... Uh, and Corgis are already long boys. I wonder how long this long boy is. And he's a Dotson mix. He's uh, he's pretty cute. I mean, I'll I'll send you uh, some of the... the oh, don't send me dog pics. It'll make me sad. All right. I won't do that then. Yeah. Um, but that's, I, got, I got all these sad... Every time I see a dog, like, walk in... On my way home from work, I just pretend like I talk to my dog. I'm like, oh, look at them puppers. Oh, the keeps. And then I like have to sadly remind myself that my dog is not here. And then I go and I sit on my couch and I talk to his box of ashes that's behind the couch. Oh, boy. (laughs) Because that's what my life has come to. That's fine. But yeah, congratulations on your doggo hunts. Yeah. um, I will obviously give updates. Um, Pretty excited. Um, Yeah. You know, I also like, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the pictures of the pups. Marianne, I found a Basset Hound Dalmatian mix. No. And it's, it has the body of a Basset Hound and the face of a Dalmatian. It's the weirdest and cutest thing I've ever And it I've probably has the deepest bark of all time, like all Basset Hounds. Oh, I bet. It's very cute. But anyway, um... I also uh, went to go watch Wrestling Live this weekend. I went to GCW Slime Language. Imagine you watching wrestling. That's <laughs> basically all I do right now. It was live from the Ukrainian Culture Center, a great venue. Um, and it was... Not unlike Ukraine. It <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was super cool. Um, Gorilla Mall was there again. Um, I got a burger that had peanut butter, jelly, bacon, and sriracha on it. Okay, okay. So do you remember that episode of SpongeBob where he puts jellyfish jelly on the Krabby Patties? Yes. That's what I thought of just now. (laughs) It was, 
I saw it and I went, you know what? I'm going to get it. I'm going to try this. I've seen it at their location a lot. I'm going to get it. And it was delightful. It was very good. I'm so confused. Yeah, I am too. But um, Gorilla Mall was Oh my there. God. Did you see Jack? Of course I saw Jack. Okay, good. Jack, who uh, shout out to Jack, who basically went to New York to get training, came back and immediately went to the venue, uh, making those towns for sure. Fucking Jack. And I bet his hair stayed exactly as close oh, as it usually is. Yeah, it was perfect. I should have told him your hair is just, again, perfect as always. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, let's see. What's happening? Oh, the Jets are up now. Uh, we'll, we'll be giving Jets updates the entire time. But anyway, uh, th- this event was great, Marianne. I took um, Kyle, not uh, former host Kyle. I took former roommate Kyle. Oh. Um, who was like, I want to go to more shows. And we were actually going to go to. Wait, but your former host Kyle was also your former roommate. Yes, I'm sorry. My former roommate <laughs> from from here from la if i had a dime for every kyle i know i know right it's a lot um i'd have like 10 bucks for every chris i know (laughs) oh my god there's so many um (laughs) but he expressed interest in wanting to go to more wrestling shows and i said all right well i'm gonna buy two tickets to gcw if you want to come with me let's go and he he came with me. Uh, he was like, I need you to tell me on the way there. He's like, who who should I be looking for? So I was like just running down the oh, card. I love that question. Running down the card, talking about people. Um, and How did you describe Tony Deppin? I said he's an insane person. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I described his wrestling style. Like he's a crazy an person. An insane person? Like butt trapped in a high schooler's body? Yes. Um, it was... Man, it was so cool. It was a lot of fun. Great show. We had really good seats. We were on the... Um, where were we? We were on the... Oh, my goodness. Why can't I think of the name of the thing that you sit upon? It was the stage. We were on the stage. My God. What a time. Um, second row. Really good seats. Uh, great crowd. Um, I'll just run... I, um, I'll run down some of the matches. The first match we had was uh, a six-way match. Between um, Blake Christian, Alex Zane, oh boy, uh, Aries, Eli Everfly, Jimmy Lloyd, and Jordan Oliver, uh, this match was insane. It was it well, was, you know why? Because Alex Zane was in it. Alex Zane took a running Spanish fly on the apron to the hardwood floor by Jordan Oliver. It was um, very unnecessary, but also crazy. <laughs> Um, yeah, Blake and Alex looked great in this. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Blake and Alex Zane is so good and he's such a nice dude. He's going to be a star for sure. I'm so glad. Straight up. Um, we had, let's see, we had Mance Warner taking on Matthew Justice, which I believe, uh, Kyle said was his favorite match of the night. Um, there was a staple gun involved. Of course there was, because Mance Warner was in the match. Um, there was a... Confirmed sp- friend of Simon Gotch. Oh, Mance? Yes. Mance seems like a... Gr- oh, so before... Um, I forgot to mention. Before this, before the show starts, Eddie Kingston comes out and gets on the microphone. Oh my god, I forgot Eddie Kingston was in this. I was like, why did you not go to New Japan? Oh yeah, that's right, because Eddie Kingston <laughs> was there. Um, and he's like, hold on, everybody. Hold on. I just want to... I just want to... Um, we're going to rib Mance Warner tonight. And he said, Mance was, he, I guess he got into a, he was either in a fight or it was during a wrestling match 
where he kept saying he was going to go into second gear. So he's like, when he comes out, I want everyone to chant as loud as they can second gear at him because he's going to get really pissed off. But you have to wait till he comes out. It was very funny. And we did. And he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, but this match included uh, a door. There were a lot of doors, Marianne. Yeah, doors are like a GCW thing. Absolutely. And there was a door placed on two chairs in the middle of the ring. And uh, Matthew Justice stapled Mance Warner's mouth to the door. Uh, If you could see my face right now. It was fucking disgusting. Uh, But Mance Warner moved out of the way before Matthew just... I think I put this on my... uh, instagram at jp thrice he jumps off the top of the ladder and misses also uh matthew justice took two unprotected chair shots to the head and it was i thought we should we all decided to not do those anymore well matthew justice also a confirmed insane person uh, i was gonna say excuse me I thought we all as fans decided that those should not be done anymore i hate like i accidentally say it as if i'm a wrestler and I'm just like, <laughs> there's a difference um man Next up, we had Tony Deppen taking on Chris Bay, who I have never seen wrestle before. This is my first time seeing Chris Bay wrestle. Uh, he is fucking phenomenal. He is really good. And Deppen, as always, is just Also, another man. dime for a Chris. And there you go. Uh, Bay gets the win. Uh, very good match. And then How uh, mad was Tony Deppen? He seemed pretty mad. <laughs> he seemed pretty mad. <laughs> Um, we uh, up next after that, um, I cannot say these people's names because, uh, I don't know. So we had Sakuda. I cannot say, I think it's, uh, uh, Toshiyuki Sakuda. That sounds about Toshiyuki right. Toshiyuki Sakuda. Uh, taking on Orin, it's O-R-I-N, uh, Vedit? V-E-I-D-T. I don't know. So they had a death match, and this was the point where... Was it I before E or E before I? E before I. Uh, spell it again? V-E-I-D-T. Vide? Vide? Maybe that sounds about Vide? Right. Vide. Well, because e, e before I is like an I sound, mm. and then I before E is an E sound. Okay. And that's just going by German rules, so I don't know. That's how, when I look at it that way, it's, it would be unnecessary to be for i unless it was pronounced differently so i don't know so they had a death match and it was the most death matchy death match i've seen uh live in person um i was gonna say wait a second (laughs) they they were setting up the ring you david arquette basically bled on you this one was this one was worse oh my god this one was worse marianne i will explain um they had to put down a separate mat uh They put down a separate map because they started bringing What's out the light tubes. Red to hide all the blood? Uh, to soak it up, I guess. I don't know. Ew. Um, so they had uh, light tubes, and they brought out these long cardboard sheets that had um, styrofoam sheets glued to the top of them. And in those styrofoam sheets uh, were knives. Okay, what kind of a fucked up asshole dreams this shit up? Uh, Someone from probably Big Japan Wrestling, where they just do death matches all day. That is insane. Um, And were these like BB knives? What were these? They were like steak knives. I want to... Did they just go to Goodwill and buy a shit ton of steak knives? I'm not sure, but they might have. So they brought those out, and Kyle Kyle was looking at them, and he was silent for a while, and then he said, Are those knives? And I said... I said yes. Yes, they are. They are indeed knives. 
Um, that is so why no. Yeah, uh, it people was, use steak knives to murder people. Yeah, um, what the fuck? They're meant to cut meat. Yeah, uh, hell. well, they do. They did cut meat uh, from a human, um, and <sighs> so they're beating the shit out of each other. Wait, who is wrestling again? It was Sakuda and uh, Orin. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so at one point, uh, Sakuda has this bag. And he pulls out a skewer, like a very long skewer. And he goes to like, I think he goes to like put it in Oren's cheek. Uh, it does not work. And Sakuda ends up getting it uh, punctured through both of his cheeks. Good God. And he is wrestling with it in his mouth for a very uncomfortable amount of time. Uh, he also had a bone saw that he was using. Um this guy has no right to have such a confusing name when his birthplace is in Salem, Massachusetts. Orin. Sorry, I had to look this up. <laughs> you looked up Orin? Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's also his shoot name, so good for him. No way. Yeah, it's a shoot. Well, I have to... I have the to Wizard King, from. the Dark Prophet, Mr. Ma. Those are his... Uh, that's all his stuff going on there. Um, he actually looked like one of my friends I used to play softball with. It was not him. But I was, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, please, Brandon, he, please stop. He looks kind of, he looks kind of like a, like he could be related to Mox. Yeah. To which I say, of course, it runs in the family. <laughs> um, but yeah, continue. Um, so uh, Sakuda ended up getting the victory. Up next, we had, I think this might have been. There were a lot of great matches. We had Effie defeating Eddie Kingston via tap out. Which is, uh, Eddie Kingston said, I think this is the fourth time I've ever tapped out in my career. One of which you and I both know about where he tapped yep. to Icarus in the Chikara special. I don't know the other three, but I was going to look them up. Um, Effie was great. This is my second or third time seeing him wrestle. This was a great match. They had a fun brawl outside. It was, uh, it was good stuff. Um, but Effie ends up winning via tap out. Kingston looked great still. I'm glad. I heard rumors that he was going to retire soon, but he is holding it off. He's still putting on good matches. Who, Effie? No, Eddie. Oh, okay. Yeah, Eddie. Sorry, they, ha they have very similar names. Um, but uh, Eddie put Effie over real hard at the end after the match. Um, it was good stuff. After that, we had Dickinson versus B-Boy. Uh, this was a pretty good match. I don't really have anything that stands out. Uh, but they were beating the ever-loving shit out of each other. That kind of stands out. Um, Dickinson gets the win. Uh, the only dud match for me was Human Tornado uh, and Kikutaro. I don't know what happened. Um, it was it was weird. It, it it just didn't connect. It felt like it went too long. But it's always good to see Human Tornado and Kikutaro. But I don't know if they really melded together that well. And then we had uh, Nick Gage taking on Jake Atlas for the GCW World Championship. And uh, Nick Gage, if you uh, forget, can wrestle. <laughs> this shit was great. Uh, Atlas... I love it. I love it when you re-remember that. Yeah. It's, it's like... weird. You're just like, Nick Gage is a crazy person. You're like, oh, wait, he isn't just a crazy person. I mean, I was I was like, as soon as this it's match a, it's was It's a enough, nice thing to remember. Yeah, as soon as this match was announced and I saw that uh, Jets are up by seven now. That's great. 
I'm also wearing a Jake Atlas shirt right now. Oh my god! I feel like I was wearing my Jake Atlas shirt last week when we recorded, and I feel like I've worn it more than once this week. So that's fine. Do what you got to do. Not really caring. Um, Atlas looked great. He tried to brawl with Gage. It worked for the most part. It was a lot of fun. I, I kinda, did he call him a bitch? Who did, who did Nick? Did Atlas no? Did call? Jake Atlas call him a bitch? Um, he, he at first he uh, he they got in a collar and el- elbow tie up and. Atlas pushed him into the corner and he went, Ooh, I'm so scared. And I was Don't like, say that. I was like, Oh no, he's going to die now. That seems like a bad idea, but it was great. It was a, it was a fun, uh, match. Nick Gage, uh, called Jake Atlas. One of the toughest motherfuckers at the end of the match. It was great. Um, one of the best wrestlers. He also said, if anybody didn't know by now, GCW runs California. Oh, fuck. Woo! So shots fired in that aspect. A uh, lot of fun. Really good show. I think you can get the replay on Fight TV if you are so inclined. It was it was a good show. And they're coming back here in January, which I'm very excited about. So I think uh, January 24th. And uh, Kyle's like, yeah, I want to go again. I was like, perfect. But you watched a, a, a match with knives in it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was insane. It was crazy. All right, let's um let's get to AEW Dynamite. Um I thought this was a very good go home show. That's uh, for agreed. sure. Uh we opened up with Pac versus Trent. My question is, did you see the Instagram live Q&A with best friends? I did not. It was a dumpster fire. Oh no. But not in like a bad way. It was just the two of them don't know how to do things like that. Uh-huh. So it's just like they'll be like not reading the questions out loud and then they'll just giggle about one that they they read and then and then just be like, oh, remember that time I did this? And it's like a con. It's just like videotaping and conversation between the two of them. Oh, my God. It was ridiculous. But it's like having like knowing those two guys. I still found it incredibly entertaining. Mm-hmm. And then Orange Cassidy was just sitting in between them eating a massive bag of Swedish fish. <laughs> It was so good. good. And then Bryce walked by in the background. And I was like, yo, get Bryce in there. Yeah, get Bryce in there. Why not? It was good shit. Um, this match was pretty crazy. I Do you remember when uh, Trent was going to be a heavy, in the heavyweight division in New Japan and then nothing happened? Okay, so that's what happens when you align yourself with Chuck Taylor. My uh, your career goes stagnant by association briefly. You just made the list. That was like a, a weird combination of me being incredibly insulting, but <laughs> also reminding everyone that I would bang that man. Fair. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, I, lo- I loved uh, Pac trying to mess with Orange Cassidy at the beginning of the match. I think this really established Trent as a... Uh, and I think, I think Excalibur said to be a good tag team wrestler, you first have to be a good singles wrestler. So I think people forget that Trent... Uh, can go as a singles competitor. Um, we also, oh, we also got the use of the turnbuckle cam, which I really liked. I love that. It was so cool. I really enjoyed it. They did a much better job of using it uh, during full gear because, hey, it's a fully movable camera, and they got some cool shots. I'm like, yeah, hit the camera so we know it's real. Yes, absolutely. Um, Orange Cassidy got in the ring, and that didn't really work out for him. I wanted him to just lay on the ground and not move, like, at all for the rest of the match, and then even after it ended. Where he was just there for the entire show? 
Yeah, that would have been fucking hilarious. That would have been funny. If he was just like, they just cut to him at one point, and he's just like on the floor with his glasses just sitting there. No, honestly, and that's, that is legitimately something he would do. I've seen it happen. Oh, absolutely. When he fell asleep before even making it to the ring, and he just like curled up and fell asleep on the ramp. Yes. Oh, good shit. Um... <laughs> This I just read your note here, and what what a great reference, Marianne. Uh, I I put a note about uh, Trent's spear, and you said uh, <laughs> that Trent has become the love child of Roman Reigns and Caitlyn that no one asked for. My goodness, were we watching wrestling when Caitlyn was still wrestling? Yes. Oh, all right, good for us. Um, we got the Black Arrow. Oh, we got the... Oh, boy. Now I'm looking at my uh uh-oh notes, and I can't remember what they were for, and now I remember. We got the Black Arrow, and it was, I think, supposed to be the pinfall, but It, like, didn't happen, and then they... Yeah. I think Bryce messed up, and then... (gasps) No, he didn't. Bryce doesn't make mistakes. I don't know what happened, but either way, it it doesn't matter. It It looked very weird, but Pac recovered pretty quickly, Put him in the uh, the brutalizer. I think that's what it's called, right? I don't the brutalizer. Uh, and he puts him in the the rings of Saturn, and we get the tap out. Um, so they recovered pretty well. Uh, it was a fun opening. I match. don't even think he tapped out. I think he passed out. Oh, I don't. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, Trent lost, and I was sad. <laughs> what does matter is Cody Bagad Rhodes uh, cutting the promo of his life. I had to pause it afterwards, and my mom and I just sat there like quiet. Like, what the hell? Because <laughs> I had watched it first, like, after work, I went to the gym. And when I go to the gym, I can watch it live. Yeah. And I was, like, running on the treadmill going, oh, my God. And then I had to watch it later. And even after when I watched it later, I had to sit there and stew in it afterwards. It was it was amazing. It was such a great... Uh... What did he call him? You entitled little bitch or something like that? He called him an entitled dick, I believe is what he called Oh him. my god, it was so funny. Yeah. There was w- just so many. He was like, you need this generation to feel relevant. Yeah. Or something like that. And I went, oh my god. Like, it, oh. Yeah, it like, was so good. What did you, you said like, how to get people in the building. That's how you he do talk- it. Yeah, he talked him into the goddamn building. Like, I was oh. going to get full gear no matter what but that just hyped me up even more and that's what promos are supposed to do and you don't see that anymore i was like yo how to get people in the building a one-step guide by cody rhodes warning may or may not contain swearing and or scorching truths because there was there everything he said was true yeah it was good shit it was was really good shit very good shit my my respect for cody went up like real high i was like god damn because to do that all and to know that it's just like promos i feel like promos especially like that and the things that you see moxley cut are just so raw yeah and i love it i love it so much because it's not easy to do no, and I don't no, think it it's, it gets appreciated because it's just people talking. I'm like, first of all, do you know the amount of people that are scared to do public speaking in general? Yeah. In front of like a classroom of like 20 people. And then you have to do that. Yeah. And then you don't mess up at all. And it's believable. And then you start getting teary eyed and almost cry. What yeah. the fuck? It was good. It was gorgeous. It was, it was so good. Very, very good. Um, after that, we had the uh, the bronze medal match, which I, I thought was... I think it's very funny, but... I honestly love it. Um, I can't wait for the medals to be more prize than a belt. Like, third best <laughs> is the new first best. Um, I did like Excalibur saying, after the Young Bucks win, 
that private party got, he said, I think the word is out on private party. Like the tape, they haven't been doing well since then. So I, I think I, I like that because that gives it more of a sports feel like people are watching them, learning what they do. Uh, I thought that was great. Um, the, Still not a fan, but you so. Know. And I was talking about this with uh, I had uh, my friend Justin, who I've he hosts um, Geek Offensive. I've been on that podcast a bunch of times. Shout out to him. And I had uh, Neeson, who, John, resident celebrity, a local talent. I had Neeson uh, from uh, that hashtag wrestling show uh, over, and we were talking about Private Party and how it it they could still be private party but they need to redo the entire gimmick it's just not working it's it just like the high-pitched screaming stuff is annoying yeah it you said it has to stop and i said that shit was only funny when chuck taylor did it in moderation in like 2007 yeah it's just like uh, i don't believe like uh, and even then he only did it in shikara yeah it doesn't feel like a private party it feels just like more like a a, a house party dorm an party. errands party come and get it yeah it's yeah man it's just everyone like, together sing it loud <laughs> it's just like it doesn't feel like if they want it to be a private party i think it needs to be like they need to be heels right i i think so but also you speak like you've like been to a private party i haven't but i i mean <laughs> i think that's also the thing like me as 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 me i've never been to a private party so but it, they're like oh come to the private party and it's like no it's not a private party they i think they first also of all need, there's two of you where are the rest of you <laughs> they also need like a a bodyguard that is with them at all times i think i think that if they went heel this would work a lot better it's just like I think they're great wrestlers. I think they have great tag team moves. I just the, I still hate the coattails thing. The coattail, yeah, all that shit has to go. Like it's not working for me. At first, I was like, oh, I really like this, but now I'm just like, I don't get it. It's the street profits, but bad. Oof, you said it. I didn't. I do like the shots gimmick when they're doing the elbow strikes. I think that's funny. Um, but that's pretty much about it. They should just be LMFAO. Oh, go that way with it. <laughs> I was joking, but I mean, what if? <laughs> I mean, that's the complete opposite of a private party. Is just like party all the time. I don't but know. you can still private party all the time, John. I guess so. Um, I do hate that once again, during the commercial break, we watched Cody shake hands with everyone, but we're not watching this match during the commercial break. I think it's weird. Yeah, well, um, I, I was indifferent, but I... <laughs> My mom and I both thought the same thing. Like Stu's trunks with like the sash thing that he wears. He has like a um like a a graphic or something on the back of his trunks, but the placement of sash just made it look like his butt crack was showing at all times. <laughs> and I was just like, I can't unsee it, and this is very funny. But also Stu is great. Yeah, Stu. I really, I really hated the end of this match because um it takes so much wind out of Dark Order's already sad sails. Yeah, it's um It's like you guys are trying to make them look like these like big scary guys that are like creepy and stuff but they keep losing. Yeah, I mean Like what the fuck is happening and like the only like win that made them like whatever is when they beat up best friends who was notoriously losing at everything. Yeah, absolutely. I mean But endearing. I thought it was a fun match, uh but yes, also I think it would have been uh, a lot better to have the Dark Order in the triple threat match. Um but I mean, I don't know. Who? What do I know? What 
do I know? I know that the next segment was fucking amazing. So we get, so we had the Cody Rhodes promo where he basically uh, runs down Jericho, and then we had what could have been this. This was the complete opposite from Le Champion, uh, Chris Jericho. It was basically a parody of the Cody hype video uh, where um, it was Marianne. It was just so good. I watched it three times, and every time I watched it again, I noticed something new. Um, and I made my mom sit down and watch it the last time, and she started laughing literally two seconds into the video, like I'm, before it even really started. I she mean, started laughing. Uh, I believe Jericho kisses Sammy Guevara on the head. And um, it was hilarious. I was like, is he your wife or your daughter? What is happening? Uh, that We had the whole bathtub thing. It was like a shitty hotel bathtub, and he was still wearing a hat with a scarf and no shirt, and I'm pretty sure he was wearing his trunks. It was amazing. Like, he was wearing pants in the bathtub, and then he, like, sadly got the thing of bubbly, and it was just, like... It was so... Oh, so good. Uh, we also had uh, an appearance by Soul Train Jones, better known as Virgil, oh, so which was very funny. I also love... <laughs> the youngest AEW champion in history is... Was, and and the fact stuff. the fact that Sammy Guevara said it, yes, it was even confirmed funnier. baby. Yeah, confirmed small child. I loved I loved how it had like their nicknames underneath it, and yeah. then it was like Jericho's aunt's friend that he met in church or yes. something like that. But I love the one that just said Santana Street Thug member of Inner Circle. <laughs> yes, that it was, was good so stuff. good. And then <laughs> fucking Jake Hager, I was like, way to take that dead-eyed look meme and just fucking run with it. Yeah, he did like cross ask. country run with that shit. It's so funny. Good stuff. He did that. It just... was good shit. And then at the end, he was just like, I struggle to find good bubbly places, and that is the hardest part of my job oh as Le Champion. So good. It was it was brilliantly produced. It was just it was so good. It was uh, so good. Yeah. Uh, up next, we had uh, Shayna and Riho taking on Emmy Sakura, uh, Sakura and Jam- Jamie Hayter. Um, Shanna confirmed Marianne girl. She is fantastic. So good. She's going to be, if they let her be, you know, they put the rocket on her, she'll she'll be good. She's got a great move set. Um, yeah, I really, really like her a lot. Um, and I also like Jamie Hayter. Both of them are great. I really enjoy both of them. Um, I figured the champion was going to get pinned here, uh, but it was good to set up the uh, match for full gear, uh, which is fine. It was a this fine is match. Fine. Yeah, this is fine. <laughs> it had that promo thing for Brandy afterwards, and I was like, yo, nobody called you stupid. What are you talking about? Like, where yeah. is all of this anger coming from? Yeah, it was so... What is happening? So strange. But then again, at the same time, the way she was talking and the verbiage she was using, I was like, uh, I kind of want her as a guest judge on Drag Race. <laughs> That'd be And fun. I don't know why. Is it weird to think that? Because I feel like she would work real well there. I think she would, too. That'd be great. Uh, up next, we had Sean Spears versus that one D&D guy. Where did I that nickname him. come from? I believe his shirt has him uh, as a D&D guy. Oh, my God. I think. Literally, like, both of my brothers play D&D, and then I just found out that, like, Josh plays D&D, like, my best friend. Mm. He was like, oh, do 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 And I was like, I can't. I can't. I was like, I'm way too much of a shallow thinker, and it's way too complicated for me, and I would just start laughing. If you do dumb voices with this, I would be like, I'm done. This is just, I, this has crossed a line. I can't do it. <laughs> like, I absolutely can't do it. My God. But, My yeah. God. I'm going to actually look up his real name because I can't remember it. 
Brandon Cutler. Oh yeah, um, he's the one that my mom liked his gear, and I was still. Um, oh yeah, his gear was fine. I thought I, I was still out on it. Um, he did a really good like over the rope, like jumped over the rope leg drop. Yes, yes, he it was did. really pretty. Um. Oh, Sean Spears' gear is a goddamn toot, by the way. Ooh. But do you know how I feel about dark red gear? Yes. I love dark red gear. Like, uh, Ricochet's gear that he wore at uh, PWG show once. It was, like, this maroon, like, gorgeousness. And then he had a pair that was, like, forest green that I really loved. And I was like, oh, I was like, why aren't you wearing your maroon gear? It's fucking dope. And he's like, I got new gear. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about your new gear, Trevor. My God. Good. It was it was so cool. I love dark red gear. And I, I'm not even a fan of, like, actually, you know what? I am a fan of the color, like, maroon. Maroon. But I'm, like, notoriously anti-red because green's my favorite color. But holiday season's coming up. So I will be more lenient to that in December. So. Well, there you go. Uh, Sean Spears gets the win using a Death Valley driver uh, as his finish, apparently, which in turn makes him a John Pingle guy. Uh, Death Valley driver, when done properly, is a great finish. Uh, and this sets up Joey Janela, Sean Spears. So, all right. Fine. Let's go. Um, after that, there was that, cl- that like promo package for Kenny Omega and John Moxley and they fucking hell they added indie mox clips in there yeah i got some CZ i've been waiting shit, for man. that shit like forever just to be like look at how crazy this person is and then they fucking at the end he did they did classic under an overpacks under an overpass moxley this is amazing that's where he does his best work is under an overpass <laughs> in like in like new jersey <laughs> just like the worst possible place you could think of yeah um so good yeah, they. Uh, we'll get to. Uh, we're almost to to full gear, so we'll talk about that in a in a minute here. Um, main event was Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara taking on Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. Um, I almost feel like uh, Guevara's been in the most main events the last couple of weeks. I mean, I know we're like very new into AEW Weekly TV, but I feel like he's he's been on TV almost every week in a Why? match. Why did they call him the Spanish God? Because Can he Jer- even speak Spanish? Jer- that's what Jericho called him. He called him a Spanish. He's like, look at the Spanish god. And then like, one look of the commentators is like, the is. Spanish god. And I was like, he- I don't even think he... Can he speak Spanish, let alone like Castilian Spanish or Castilian Spanish, however you pronounce it, which I is have- like Spain Spanish? I have no idea. Whatever, but... Um, I do not know. That jumping back elbow in the corner by Omega was gorgeous, Ugh. but I don't know why I was acting surprised. Good stuff. Um, a lot of good tag team offense from Omega and Paige here. Which is okay, because they don't even need to match their gear for us to know it's real. Very true. Uh, Pac came out and interfered at one point. Uh, I love the running Judas effect, but that's the only Judas effect I like. Because <laughs> um, it gets more momentum. Yes. And, I mean, also, uh, what a way to go home here. Everybody is just beating the shit out of everyone. After uh, like two minutes, I was like, "What the fuck is happening? Is it, what is this adding?" <laughs> like, I I don't know, but it it was it was crazy. It was insane. People were jumping off the stage. I love insane. I love self interested face MJF. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, uh, so full gear. I won't run down the entire card. Um, I will say it was a pretty good show. Um, we will talk about. I mean, what should we? What what should we even talk about here? We'll just talk about the last two matches. So we had Jericho defeating Cody 
via technical submission after MJF throws in the towel. Um, Cody, I don't know if you've seen his face today, Marianne. Have you seen it? No. He, I'm scared now. He took... So uh, the ramp for... It was a full-on Clash of the Champions old-school WCW ramp. So entrance to ring had a ramp. Um, and the the end of the ramp towards the ring looked like... Um, Oh, boy. It was like the metal with the divots in it. Like, not like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. it. You've seen it on literally everything. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. You don't need to So he d- did a dive onto Jericho, but he went head first into one of the divots. No. Yeah, and he got a big old gash on his eye, and it was nasty. Um, the match was pretty good. Um, they went nearly 30 minutes, um, and Cody ends up losing because MJF throws the towel in, and, uh, at the end of the match, MJF turns on Cody. Fucking MJF, man. So... I told you it's self-interested. Once he starts seeing who's more powerful, then he's going to be like, I'm going to go with that one. No, I'm he, a little bitch. he did not turn on him and join the inner circle. He what just, the fuck? No, well, then it's he just doesn't want to be. Yeah, it's still self-interested because it's MJF and that's part of his repertoire. Yes. So I'm very uh, interested to see this Cody MJF feud. This is going to be. I don't even know stuff. where it came from. It's the original be. MJF being a nice guy. Oh, I don't know either. Fucking weird. Either way, it's going to be a good time. But we need to talk about Kenny Omega and and John Moxley. You just made the list. John without an H. John without an H. This match went nearly forty minutes. Uh, it was an unsanctioned match. How much of those forty minutes was blood filled? It was a lot of it. Was was blood blood filled? Who who um, bled first? I believe it was Omega from the back. Mm. Uh, there was the barbed wire bat. We had the bar- barbed wire bat. We had the barbed wire broom, which um, Omega swept across Moxley's back. My God. It was fucking gnarly. Um, also, I somebody pointed this out on Twitter, and I thought it was very funny. Uh, in the pre-match, you know, like the little vignettes they had, Kenny Omega's like, what are you going to do? Chain wrestle me, John? And uh, Moxley responded by bringing a literal chain to the ring, <laughs> which he did wrestling moves to uh, uh, him on them. So I thought that was funny. I didn't put that together. Till Ome- Omega that. is like, do you know who you're fucking with? Yeah, man. It's uh, it's crazy. It was. Do you think the craziness is just talk? No. Uh, let's. They brawled all over the place. Um. What else did we have? We had glass. There was broken glass used. There of was, there was. mouse traps. Oh boy, I haven't heard seen one of those. I know the mouse trap stuff was crazy. Um, we brawled out to the uh, to the stage where Omega called for the Young Bucks and Hangman, and they were like, "No, we don't want to do. We don't want to do it." And he was like, "He's a crazy person." He's like, "You bring out that thing right now." So they're like, fine. And they go and retrieve. Um, I I don't even know what to call it. it. I guess I could call it a bed of barbed wire. It was you. Can I just see pictured the- like like a savage battering ram, <laughs> like in the Lord of the Rings when they're trying to get through to Gondor. And it's like got the flaming like Wolverine teeth. Um, <laughs> it was it was basically like uh, it looked like it could have been a panel on the cage of death. My God. So it was like covered in barbed wire with bungee cords, 
and they did a suplex into it and they had to be taken out of it. Um, I would love to be a fly on the wall when they were planning this match. It's insane. Um, then what he, kind of what were, were there light tubes? There were no light tubes. Okay, I was gonna say what kind of light tubes? Um, I'm trying to think. They got back to the ring. Uh, Moxley ripped up the canvas to reveal the wood. Um, Omega hit uh, a DDT. He went for the Phoenix Splash and missed it, and then. Uh, Moxley hit the par- paradigm shift for the win. Uh, this match was absolutely insane. It was a lot of fun. I suggest everyone go watch it. Uh, what it do you was... think of the paradigm shift? I love it. Double okay. arm DDT. Good shit. Yeah. Always he, ma- he, he makes it nice and quick. Yes. He does the... I love the lifted version he does of it now, too. It gives it a little more oomph. Yeah. Um let's uh yeah so it was a fun show i highly suggest if you watch anything you watch i know we only talked about two matches but the uh the riho uh sakura match was pretty good and the proud and powerful versus the young bucks match was also pretty good as well overall pretty fun show suggest you go check it out um let us talk about beyond wrestling uncharted territory now Back to the indies we go. Back to the indies we go. We open the show with a uh, a four-way tag team match. Uh, Bear Country, Milk Chocolate, Rex Lawless, and Mike Verna, uh, and VSK and Alex Reynolds. Um, how crazy. The first note I have. You have a lot of notes here, Marianne. My God. So I don't many, know why. So many notes. What do you mean you don't know why? No, because I'm looking at it and I'm like, that's a lot of words, but... At the same time, I'm like, I'm not, it's all my, my same, like, not wrestling related, just, I don't know. But I had never seen Bear Country before, but Be- every time we mention Bear Country, it just makes me think of Splash Mountain. Critter Country, yeah. Yeah, which actually just reminds me of Critter Country. Do you remember when there was, like, a, a bear ride? The Bear Jamboree. Yeah. That has been around since, like, 2000, right? It's been gone for a while. Um, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah. How many times have we said "my God" in this episode? A lot, my God. Uh, oh, well, the fuck. the team of Bear Country uh, is uh, Bear Bronson and Bear Beefcake. Uh, so these are two very large lads that just fuck everybody up. Um, they are known at this time as the aces of the tag team division in Beyond Wrestling. I think uh, Team Tremendous might have something to say about that. Oh, they did have something to say about so that. We will see. Also, I'm forever Team Dan Barry. You just made the list. I love Dan Barry so much, uh, you guys. I can't even emphasize how much I love him. The team, <laughs> the team of Milk Chocolate is Brandon Watts and Randy Summers. I hate the name Randy. Randy. Um, those milk chocolate jackets are a fucking boot. <clears throat> um, and I will tell you why. All right. Um, so. They are like if you took a members-only jacket and just ruined it. <laughs> like a perfectly good members-only jacket, like satiny or whatever, and then put plastic tinsel that probably sheds everywhere. And it's just like, I was like, this is not a well-put-together outfit. I'm like, I know you're trying to make it look expensive, but it does not look expensive. Um, that being said, the milk half milk chocolate, kind of cute. Uh-oh. It's funny, though, because right when he came out, I was like, this dude looks like he cosplays Cyclops on the side. And then his last name turned out to be Summers. And I was like, well, oh, my God, that's funny. That makes sense. I wonder if he has indeed 
uh, cosplayed as Scott Summers, a.k.a. Cyclops. Fucking hell. That would be interesting to know. Um, I did love that the manager of VSK and Alex Reynolds, uh, his name was Smart Mark Sterling. Uh, I loved that. Um, there was also that very intoxicated woman screaming in Alex Reynolds' face. I wouldn't need to be intoxicated to scream in Alex Reynolds' face. I was like... Nobody likes Alex Reynolds. I was like, holy shit. Um, we had Sidney Bacabella on commentary, who uh, is fantastic. And he, I love the commentator just straight up quoting Desiree lyrics, just that, like speaking them. That was Sidney Bacabella. Was it really? Yes, yes. It was so good. It was very funny. Uh, this I'm commentary not used to Sidney Bacabella talking like that. This Bacabella, he still kind of has the old school 60s, 70s, 80s. Does he still wear the plastic wig? N- uh, I, they had a shot of him on commentary, but I can't remember. So good. But he's very good on commentary. I really enjoy him a it lot. It was so funny. Um, just straight up, you gotta be, and he was just speaking it, and yeah. they just went with it. Like that wasn't enti- like, like that wasn't at all what he was doing. Oh, and I was like, goodness. I see what you did there. That was good shit. Um, a lot of craziness as we have in four-way matches. Um, excuse me. Uh, we had the double d- double fallaway slams, which was absolutely insane. And then I also loved Bacabella's comment of what would that have done on the quad cover, the four pin- pinfall attempts. Um, I I totally agree. <laughs> And then uh, the match was stolen. Did I put by fire? I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I put match stolen by fire. I don't know. I what didn't that even means. care because the promo at the end just fucking killed me. Oh my goodness! It was so funny. Just, just smart, Mark Reynolds. Oh, by fire because he burnt his face. It was so good. We will. Do- we will do. <laughs> All it takes to win. We will throw a dog off the balcony. We will burn a man's face off. And I was like, first of all, is there even anything resembling a balcony in that building? I don't believe so. No. And where did the dog come in? I think the dog was a reference to um, to Solo Dar- Darling's pup. We will throw a dog off the balcony. Goodness. Um, <laughs> so funny. Thomas Santel comes out and challenges V. VSK and Alex Reynolds uh, to a tag team match. Uh, so, so next week we will get to that card. It will be uh, Nerd or Death Kill versus VSK and Alex Reynolds. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, up next we had uh, Layla Hirsch taking on Lady Frost, and uh, there's a steampunk dude with her. Um, Tim, we know how you feel about that. <laughs> uh, Lady Frost is probably my least favorite wrestling name of all time. Oh wow! I fucking hate it a lot. Uh, her haircut is sweet as fuck, though. Um, her gear, also a boot. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, John. You had one job. I did. Um, <laughs> her top looks like she put on frilly, fuzzy shorts, like on, like on accident, thinking it was a shirt, and then tried to make it a thing instead of admitting her mistake. My God. It was just like it was just that whole outfit. I was like, just pick a look and go with it. Why do we have to have this frozen Emma Frost thing happening? I, n- this is a Chikara gimmick and should stay with a Chikara gimmick. <laughs> like, it only works there. Stop. Um, <laughs> also, um, I think I said this last week, but I'm not a huge fan of the name Benjamin. Benjamin. And, and the way you say it. Unless, unless it's attached to the last name Solo, then it's my favorite name in the world. Ah. Um, also, Star Wars. Star Wars trailer. 
Yeah. Cried. Yeah. Uh, watched it more than once. Cried the second time too. But anyways, Wheeler Yuta. <laughs> Wheeler Yuta comes out um, because Victor Benjamin. Uh, <laughs> Benjamin. He's been jamming uh, by interfering in this match. Wheeler Yuta comes out and says, "Let's make let's make this a tag team match." Playa. Can we call him Ben Jim Jams? Ben Jim Jams. Victor Jim Ben Jams. Jim Jams. Um, a lot of dives going on here. I do kind of like the gimmick of, "Hey, let's let's be a tag team now." Oh wait, how does tag team work? <laughs> I thought that was kind of fun. How um, do tag team? How do tag teams? Uh, cartwheel off of Hirsch into a drop kick is a note. Pretty I Pretty sweet. Um, I don't know which commentator it was. It might have been Bacabella, but somebody just learned the phrase quicker than a hiccup <laughs> because they used it a minimum of 50 times in that match. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, you're not fooling anyone. You, you heard that today not. and thought it sounded nice. Um, but yeah. Lady Frost flipping all over the place. I admit that was a plus in her favor. Um, Victor Benjamin with a big old German suplex. Um, and at the end, Layla Hirsch gets the pinfall two weeks in a row. That's what we call a win streak. A win streak for a tiny person. Yeah. Um, they, they had like that shot, that clip of the sea stars arriving at the building. Yes. And I'm pretty sure it was Bacabella, but he was like, what are they doing? Call yeah, time call is at time. five. Yeah. What are they doing? That was also and it like. it reminded me of like all of the WWE things where it shows they're like, oh, and the guess who's just arriving. And I'm like, no, they've been here the whole day. Call time was like 4 p.m. Yeah. And it's like somebody is just coming up in a limo. Remember when the shield came in on a helicopter? Yeah. Yeah, that was some bullshit. <laughs> um, my God. Uh, yeah, I did love that it was basically the C- It's like, oh, the sea stars are here. And then it just cuts and that was it. Like they walk in and that's it. Yeah, they do that on WWE all the time where it's just like them opening a door and taking like three steps and then it like goes back to whatever was happening. I'm like, that was entirely unnecessary. My God. Ugh. My goodness. Up next, we had Richard Holiday taking on Solo Darling. The pup is back. The pup never left. I know. That pup. I love a good wrestle pup. It's good stuff. Good wrestle stuff. Wrestle pop. Um, this is my first time seeing Richard Holiday, uh, but I do love that. Uh, oh, you do not like it. I like that he called people consumers. I thought that was funny. I did not like the consumer thing. Yeah. Why, do you think he needs to? I mean, that, that seems to no, be like his word. Consumer. It's fine. We understand what he means, but you need to either use it less or find some synonyms. Ooh, interesting. Because he he just every other word was consumer. Um, and I was like, I don't know, find a synonym. I know there probably isn't very many, but <laughs> you have time on your hands. Clearly, yeah. Hang out with your AirPods. Uh, the AirPod God is such a great nickname uh, and such a shitty. Just like, oh my god, who gives a fuck? Um, he also is wrestling in the AirPods. Which is great. Which is so um, crazy. I, when somebody was like, he's wrestling with the AirPods in. And somebody was like, he's probably listening to Debbie Gibson. Yes. And then they just kept making jokes about what he's listening to. But they peaked at Debbie Gibson, which was like the first one. <laughs> um, and we need to talk about, I th- it had to be Bacabella, joking about him listening to Mike Quackenbush's audiobook. Yes, that because was Because I hilarious. laughed for days. That it was, was like seven tips for being a better performer. That was good bragger, stuff. Bragger, bragger. And I was like, can you imagine just listening to an audiobook of fucking Quackenbush's voice for like two hours? No. I could. I could not. I would have such a good such a good time. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Um man, that fucking power bomb to end the match was 
It insane. was beastly. To quote Alyssa Edwards, beast, beast. Um, <laughs> but it also like, it probably just looked really beastly because Solo Darling is like a, a miniature human, a wee, a wee lass. She she's a a, a a pixie, a pixie person. Yes. Um. Up next, we had Matt Mikowski taking on O'Shea Edwards. Um, and during this match, I found out that Mac Mikowski is actually a Chikara guy. He's part of the That's Crucible. That's some big points. Yeah, he's part of the Crucible with, um, Ophidian right now. Um, O'Shea looked fucking great in this match. I barely took notes on this match, but what I will say is I really fucking enjoyed it. Oh, it was a very good match. The hits were clean and well done, and it was just really good quality grabs. Yes. Yes, it was. And I, I know that that it sounds like I'm talking out of my ass, like as per usual. But like, I swear, like Mikowski impressed the hell out of me. Yeah, he looked really good. Um, O'Shea looked great. I mean, he got a standing O at the end. He he did lose the match, um, so he will not be back next week. This is part of the uh, the challenge they have. So Matt Mikowski goes on to next week. They have not announced. Did they announce? They did announce a. Ta- we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but yeah, O'Shea looked great. The overhead belly to belly was fucking beautiful. Um, oh, the inside out suplex where he almost fell, but he managed to, um, keep him up was, was crazy. Like he saved Matt Mikowski there. Uh, yeah. I mean, good match. Matt Mikowski ends up winning and we'll, we will see him next week. He does some really good forearms. Yes, yes, he does. He has They're an MMA like background. Solid. Yeah. Um, up next, we had the Sea Stars, the new uh, Stardom, or they are they Stardom or Shimmer? Shimmer. Oh, Shimmer. Oh my god! I've been watching too much Japanese wrestling. Goodness gracious! The Shimmer Tag Team Champions, uh, the Sea Stars, taking on Two Infinity and Beyond. And uh, my first note here is: well, I haven't seen either one of these teams in a while. Uh, Colin Delaney and uh, Cheech. Uh, but the Sea Stars, I have not seen them in quite a while. Ashley Vox, holy hell. And uh, Demly Exo, oh my God, they have uh, greatly improved. Agreed. Um, love, love, love them. They And they kind of were playing the heels here a little bit. They were, obviously, because Colin Delaney. Yes, absolutely. The um, cutest. <laughs> the extremely cutest. Um the Codebreaker DDT assisted rope thing was pretty cool. I, did, I didn't know what to call it. Uh, that was a, uh, I believe Colin Delaney hit the springboard stunner. Yeah, he did. That thing looked real nice. And uh, the Sea Stars have a pretty sweet finish as well. Um, you know, they get the win there. Up next, we had uh, Jay Freddy taking on Kevin Bennett. Do I even? Yeah, I know. Um, Jay Freddy came out to Electric Eye, so I love him immediately. Um, I'm not even going to say it, John. You have to say it. Say what? Let's go. No. Do uh, apparently I do need to tell you my feelings for Kevin Bennett. Oh. Um. Do I? I'm going to look at. Yeah. My body enjoys him very much. Oh, okay. You uh, just made the list. He is adorable, but I've always thought that he's legitimately a DJ and a rapper. By the way. Like, legitimately. Oh, this is, uh, I'm not buying the remix gimmick. That's funny. Yeah, I was like, uh, how could you not buy that when that's actually what he does? I don't know. I just didn't buy it. He's also a it's Bills fair. It's fan. Cause, it's because so... he's a uh, skinny white boy. Yeah. He's also a Bills fan, so I don't give a shit about him. 
Uh, that's funny. But I'll, <laughs> no, but this match was fun. It was uh, <laughs> Jay Freddy's DIY hospital gown shirt. Oh my goodness! What a what a a beefy boy. He was wearing a smock. Yes, he was. That was a shout out joke, kind of veiled to Jaren, who I know is going to listen to this. He also has quite a few questions to ask at the end, by the way. Oh, Jaren, uh, messaging me during New Japan last night. I appreciate that. He said the seats were were very good. Um, uh, I also saw uh, Kyle and Jen a lot. I will say I laughed extremely hard when I saw Jen giving uh, Switchblade Jay White the big old thumbs down. Uh, I laughed very hard at that. And uh, when Ky- Jen doesn't like somebody, it's very obvious. <laughs> yes. Um, sh- uh, Kyle also sent me an entrance video of not only Tetsuya Naito, but also Shingo Takagi. So my brand is strong. Um, <laughs> but getting back, getting back to this match. Um, no, we have to go back to fucking Jaren sending me a picture of a picture of Carl like dead. <laughs> I was so upset. Oh man, Minoru was like, "Are you going to go?" And I was like, "I can't." Aww. I'm Poe, and I was like, "But I miss you." And then I found out that TJP was there, and then I was like, "God damn it!" My goodness, both both of my pretty boys were there. My pretty sweet lads, terrible. Oh man. Um. So let's get back to this match here because uh, I do, as I do, give Kevin Bennett shit. Um, he looked real good in the ring. He had a lot. I, most of my notes are about him. Um, I did also say, does he look like the poor American version of Flash Morgan Webster? At first, I was like only a little bit. But then the more I thought about it, I went, yeah. Uh, at first, I was like, it's just his hat hair because Flash Morgan Webster has like permanent hat hair. Yes. Because his hair is so fine. Also very soft. I have touched it. And uh, his body type is the same, too. So, yeah, point taken. Yeah. <laughs> they have the exact same body type. We did it. We did it, everyone. We did it. He looks like the grown-up, like, normie version of the drummer from School of Rock, who my brother was <laughs> for Halloween. Oh, my God. That's great. Who, who, weirdly enough, his name in real life is Kevin. Oh, wow. The actor. That's great. Um, I was... only remember that because I had a huge crush on him when I was, like, 13. My God. This was a pretty solid match. Ended with a Larietto. As uh, Jay Freddy heads back to Japan, I thought it was he fun. that power bomb. He looked like he hit his neck super hard. Oh yeah! Oh my god! That pop up. It power was bomb it was, was gross. Brutal. Um, up next, we had the team of Josh Briggs, Anthony Green, and Ava Everett taking on Pinky Sanchez, Chris Dickinson, and Danhausen, better known as Pazuzuhausen. Um, man, that's a great name. How? Not not as good as the Gaytanic Panic, but Gaytanic still a good Panic name. Panic is uh, amazing. Um, this was how a great fun did match. you love that RJ City video I sent you? It was so. If you guys have not seen the Dan Housen RJ City video, you need to go watch it because it you, is... you can find it on uh, RJ City. Posted it on his Instagram. He has a show every Sunday. He does called uh, Drinking Coffee in My Underwear, oh and he'll my just God. have like random wrestlers and his mom that he just like talks to, and he's hilarious. But he had Dan Housen on it, and it was just. So good. Oh my god. Um, it was so good. You uh how like I for me the craziest thing is how much we have just in we've seen Dan, we've seen Dan Housen wrestle what? Twice? Yes. And we're already like this is amazing. Yes. It was like the first time I no, it was it was it took about 
less than 30 seconds for me to be completely sold on Danhausen, and it wasn't before he even wrestled it was just the backstage segments with effie i was like who is this crazy person and why does he remind me of literally every weird person i would be friends with <laughs> like i love him yeah it's just so crazy like all of a sudden it's just like oh Danhausen. yeah i really like him i would... he reminds me of just like a silly serial killer that henry zabrowski would make fun of yes i i think for me i really want to see him in a singles match because a lot of his stuff, I mean, and all of his stuff I've seen has been in tag matches. I want to, I'm going to search out a singles match. I want to see him on his own, just see how that works. But the big shoe dance is back. I love that so much. Uh, Pinky and the ref were dancing, which was also very Pinky funny. Sanchez was dancing before the match even started. Yes. Did you see him? Yes. It was so good. Um, Josh Briggs is goddamn impressive. I think we really... He's a huge dude. And he uh, jumped over the turnbuckle to the outside. Uh, Crazy stuff. That is is like jumping, diving over the turnbuckle of all the places to dive, like, which can go so wrong so fast. Yeah. My God. We also had um, Ava Everett diving all over the place. I do like her look. I do, too. I think it's very like normal, but also memorable at the same time. I'm like, yo, I was like, I could see like when I uh, I look at her and I was like, I could see like I would wear that outfit. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I was like, I identify with this. Also, apparently she's very annoying and I really identify with that. I did love that um, (laughs) that Baca Bella was just like. She's so annoying. Just... He was. What did he say? He was like, if I, if we were stranded on a boat somewhere, the, the the first two people I would throw off would be Ava Everett and Solo Darling's dog. Yes, because they're both annoying. <laughs> um, like... <laughs> Danhausen had a Magnum can like fuck off. <laughs> Danhausen had a pretty cool uh, combo. I believe it was a clothesline into the corner in which he slides through the ropes and does a slingshot German. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, good stuff. Pinky Sanchez, grade A facial expressions in this match, by yes, the way. Yes, he was doing doing good stuff. And speaking of Pinky Sanchez, that moonsault DDT... So good. ...was absolutely insane. Um, Ava Everett wanted some of Chris Dickinson, and Chris Dickinson obliged and uh, promptly murdered her. It took him like two seconds to murder her. Um, yes. And then Ava did the, she sat up like the Undertaker and they did that Brock Taker laughing spot, which I thought was so funny. It was Despite very you hating the Undertaker. Yes. The Undertaker is also my sister's favorite wrestler. My God, you should disown her. No, I, I already hate again. her. Again. <laughs> she's like, have, she was like, how do you feel about The Undertaker? And I was like, Bethany, have I not told you my feelings on The Undertaker? And she's like, he's my favorite. I love The Undertaker when I was younger. And I was like, this explains why I don't like you. <laughs> it oh was good God. shit. Ugh. My God. Things are <laughs> things are happening, Marianne. I, okay, one of, one of our listeners, can you go? Okay, I wish we could have said this ahead of time. Just tally how many times we say that phrase in this episode and there's then get like, back to us on it there's there's uh there's some stuff happening right now it's i don't i don't know what's happening but I, i'll tell you off air i'll just leave that to everybody uh it's fine i'm fine everything's fine it's this is fine everything's on fire but no, this is fine legitimately everything's fine but um i'm just getting my i'm being texted a lot about certain things anyway um pinky sanchez gets the win here and we're gonna give Dan Housen, the Pazuzu knee pad, which looks exactly like him. Uh, but then that asshole, Chuck O'Neill, takes the knee pad. What a jerk. What a jerk. 
<laughs> Up next, we had John Silver, the main event, John Silver taking on Christian Casanova. Um, that referee. Who does a good promo, by the way. Yes, he opened the, the show, yes, with the promo. Very I good. love a guy who has zero qualms with looking directly into the camera when he talks. Yeah. Like, the entire time. Yeah. And this is coming from a person who struggles with basic eye contact. So... It doesn't take much to impress me in that respect, but that fucking interviewer was so awkward. Yes. What? Awkward. Both of them are awkward. Yeah. That girl looks like she doesn't blink. No, no, no. She does not. She's, yeah. No bueno. But anyways, uh, this um, match. This match was great. It was so good. It was a lot of fun. I, this is my first time seeing Christian Casanova. Uh, very impressive. It looks like they're going to give him the face turn towards the end there uh, with, with um, it was what, club cam. They came out and they were like, no, it's fine that you lost and shake that dude's hand. Uh, but it, it didn't seem like it was. We, we will we will see. Um, but this match was great. Silver just fucking meat mountain, just destroying everything in his path. Um, but Casanova, let's talk more about Casanova. We know about John Silver. Casanova yeah. to me was just like very solid. He's got a great move set. I love that he doesn't do bicycle kicks. He does bicycle knees. I thought that was really cool. I had never seen a rewind leg drop before. Oh, my God, yes. And he did, like, a weird combo of it. And I went, fuck, I love this regular than, like, I love this more than a regular leg drop. Yeah. Um, it was he, dope. Yeah, it was uh, It was great. And what else did he... Oh, Dirty Diana is a sweet fucking move. It looked oh, like my a, God, I loved it so much. Also... Like super swirly boy, yes, and then just Michael Jackson reference. Yes, it was like a so good tilt a whirl into a leg sweep face buster. I really don't know. It was like a flying a flying head scissors into a leg sweep face buster. Just just picture the most swirliest swirly boy move. Yes, and the opponent's head is driven into the mat. Basically, it was great shit. Um, yeah, man, it's uh, it was very very cool. There uh, were a lot of kicks in this match. Yes, yes, there were. Both strong and weak kicks. Yes, yeah, strong and weak. I love the crowd chanting weak when uh, when uh, Casanova was kicking him. Um, yeah. the Oh, the gorilla press into the second turnbuckle. Oof. My God. This match was just crazy. I, I would suggest going to watch this match, independentwrestling.tv. Uh, definitely go check it out. The end of the match was just really great. Uh, the super spin doctor with the kick out was crazy. He did my move, though. Oh, Casanova he, did my move, and he did my move with so much air, like oh. a hingy boy axe kick. Oh, the yes, he it did. It was so good. I believe it was like one of the best it, I've ever seen, and I was like, I and I freaked they, out. It was so good. I believe they called it the sucka kick. I love which it. Which is uh, an it's ode my to Booker favorite T. wrestling move. Uh, it was good stuff. The head punt will end the match. John Silver wins. We get the handshake, and it looks like there's trouble in paradise with Club Cam. I'm sure we will get some more fallout from that next week. But next week, or this week, rather, because it's already Sunday, which is technically the start of the week. Uh, I didn't see anything for AEW yet. So basically, I would assume fallout from uh, Full Gear. But for Beyond, we have NDK versus VSK and Alex Reynolds. We have Pinky Sanchez versus Chuck O'Neill. We have The Bird and the Bee versus Club Cam. We have John Silver versus Daniel Garcia, and I put Nerd or Death Kill twice for some reason. I don't know why. It's fine. Uh, we also have Chris Statlander, which I'm Who very, I love. very, very excited to take on Mercedes Martinez. That match should be fucking great. 
and we also have Matt Mikowski taking on Gary J. Uh, what a name. Gary J. is fucking amazing. You have not seen him wrestle for a while, I don't think, Marianne. Um, he used to, do you remember, uh, the barn owl, Gary That's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, wait, is it the barn owl? Do you remember that torrid love affair he had with Swamp Monster? Yes, it is the barn owl, Gary J. Uh, he has come a long, long, long way. He is, he is something else now. This match, they're going to beat the shit out of each other. It's going to be great. Before you even mentioned it, you're like, you haven't seen him in a long time. And I went, why do I feel like it's going to be Gary the barn owl? And I was right. Because not many wrestlers are named Gary. Yeah, no, they are, no, they are not. No, they are not. Up next, what do we got? We got questions now, Marianne. Do you? Yes, I, we do. I have one question. I have several. All right, so we'll get to Mike's question first. Here, he asks, "What is the best betrayal in wrestling? Like the best?" I feel like I feel like you know what my answer is. It's going to be the Shield, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'd say that, or I'd say for me, probably. I mean, come on, it's. It's Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, for sure. Plate glass window. Good stuff. Um, also, Drunk-ass Marty Jannetty. He also, uh, he also asks, better at putting people to sleep, Excalibur or Shawn Spears? What? So um, I don't know if you heard, Marianne, but Excalibur and Jimmy Havoc got into I a fight. I did hear about that, but please, please go into detail. He, they got into a fight. Of, uh, according to reports, they got into a fight at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. Um, is that the place where Jimmy Havoc had like a knife behind yes. MJF's head and then got promptly escorted out? Yes. <laughs> he got into, they got into a fight in which Excalibur apparently put, uh, put Excalibur, or I'm sorry, Excalibur put him to sleep in front of Tony Khan. What does that even mean? I don't know. But Tony Khan was like, yeah, it was fine. Whatever. He didn't care. Uh, put him to sleep, probably verbally shredded him apart. Because I feel like Excalibur does that. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what's happening, but Excalibur is great. Excalibur <laughs> He's my is mom's happened. favorite. Um, and Sean Spears, I think he just finds Sean Spears boring, which is fine. But he's a John Pingle guy. He is a John Pingle guy, but that's fine. We don't all have to like the same things. Yes. Marianne, yes. you said you have a bunch of questions. Yes, I do. Um, so Jaron asks, why has it taken this long for people to notice that Scorpio Sky is like a top tier boy? That's... A great question. Um, I mean, Scorpio Sky has been wrestling since I remember when he was wrestling under the mask for uh, PWG, like way, way, way back in the day. Um, I heard he's just a stellar person. I have also heard that. Um, and yeah, somebody I mean, described him. I can't remember. I think it was Josh. My friend Josh was like, is he like the Karamo Brown of AEW, which is the black guy in Queer Eye for the Straight Guy <laughs> that makes people oh feel God. better about themselves all the time? I don't know. I do <laughs> not know. But um, I mean, I was like, I don't know how to feel about that, but they kind of look alike. <laughs> uh, Sky's had a, a crazy career. Um, I just I don't know. I don't know why it's taken so long. I mean, he's been all over the place, but he's mainly been uh, a SoCal guy. So yeah. I think that might be like the reason why. Um, uh, Kevin Condren was his manager for a while, wasn't he? Yes, at um, at Wrestle Circus. Um, yeah, that was good shit. Um, I don't know why, but I mean, it's good that people are finally. Uh, finally it it getting... took him wrestling with one shoe. Yeah, the one shoe shit got him over real big, didn't it? Yep. Crazy. I don't know. The why. Adidas got me over. But um, 
<laughs> His uh, other question, one of it's a it, one of them. I guess I can make it a two parter. He said, "Why are all Jay White fans pencil necked virgins? And if Jay White wins the <laughs> Tokyo Dome, is it proof that we live in the worst timeline?" Okay, so um, my God, the first question: Why are they all pencil necked virgins? Um, I actually follow, or I've seen a bunch. I'm standing up for this. A bunch of people that really like Jay White. Um, I will be. I would be remiss if I did not mention that I actually own a Switchblade shirt. I know. I think I was there when you bought it. Um, I I do enjoy him as a wrestler, but at the expense of Tetsuya Naito, uh, all other people must die. <laughs> so it's it's hard for me because like. I, while I do enjoy him as a wrestler, if he wins now, I think what he's saying is if he wins, if he beats Naito on the first night of Wrestle Kingdom and then also beats whomever the IWGP heavyweight champion is on the fifth, then yes, we do indeed live in the darkest timeline. But I sincerely hope that New Japan gives us the payoff we all deserve, which is Tetsuya Naito, Naito two belts when we close out. Wrestle two, not one belt. He needs two belts. Um, so he wouldn't be living in the worst timeline of Jay White one, or we would? We would be in the worst, the worst timeline. Oh my god! Um, one more question. He says, "Can you guys think of a faction or stable where the wrong person is leading it?" I can think of two very popular ones right now. So clearly, the one one of them that he is thinking of is uh, Bullet Club. Yes. Um, the other one. I I want to I want to th- say he's going to say undisputed era, but I don't think that's incorrect. Is it is undisputed the, era. It is undisputed era. I disagree uh-huh. with that. I think Adam Cole is. You think that they're a boring stable, and so the most boring one should be on the top, right? Yeah, he needs. But fair enough. But man, let me tell you, Marianne, they Adam Cole, he the match he had with Daniel Bryan was insane, and then he also like they just had him fighting everybody so they're trying to build him up they're trying to build up nxt a little bit here but um but the thing is like oh so what was the the question um can you guys think of a faction or stable where the wrong person is leading okay so it's not like who would we have Mm -hmm. lead it instead i mean those those are the two i mean i don't agree with with the um with the undisputed era one because i mean I don't really think he out of all of them. I mean, maybe no, he out of all of them should be the leader. I think you can't, you can't really take it as being like, I don't like Adam Cole. So therefore he's not the right person to be there. Right. You know what I mean? But I feel like Adam Cole out of all of them has the most established personality. And that's saying, I feel like that's a compliment that I shouldn't be giving him. (laughs) But uh, at the same time, Jaron just loves Bobby Fish. So no, Bobby Fish is great. I love Bobby Fish too. We all we all love Bobby Fish here. You just made the list. It's just I think greatest thighs in wrestling, other than Simon Gotch. I think at you just made the list. I think Adam Cole is the only obvious leader of that faction. Um, Bullet Club. uh, I'm trying to think of who else would in the faction would be the leader of that, but. I mean, hey, where the fuck has Tama Tonga been? I feel like I haven't seen them in forever. Anyway. He has one more question, actually. All right, yeah. What is it? Okay, so he said, Do you guys want to come to my Nintendo 64 wrestling video-themed birthday party in February? I'm turning 30. 
Um, it depends on when it is. John, are you straight up denying him on air right now? I'm just saying it depends on when it is because February is very busy for me. John, you're busy all the time. You're a busy bee. Very true. Uh, but yeah, that was the last question. And I was like, that's a fair question. I'm going to ask it on air. Also, Nintendo 64 wrestling video themed always, birthday party. Always a good choice. Almost as good as Lawrence create your own wrestler birthday party, which very, is the greatest. Very true. Very true. But yes. All right. So I think that's it for us this week. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moonsault. And you can follow John on Twitter uh, at JP Thrice. With the greatest name at the moment, Jam Jam Pingalo. <laughs> um, still makes me laugh. Uh, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. If you rate and review us, it helps me understand how many of you are actually listening and care <laughs> about my shallow opinions. But uh, yeah, just do that if you feel like it. Cool. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. Buy a, a mug. I don't know. It's almost winter, I think. Have you have you done local talent yet? Because I would fucking have a local talent. No, mug. just can you remind me like tomorrow? Just text me, and then I can I can actually. It's going to be in three separate text messages. It just says a uh, local talent. That's fine. kind of like when you told me that uh, Moxley beat Kenny Omega. Yes, that was a good text. Thank you. <laughs> um, support TTR and all the other podcasts on the NOTLG network. Become a Patreon. patreoncom slash NOTLG. Uh, we appreciate that much, much mucho. Yep, that's how I'm going to leave you today. Uh, so Sweet. Jo- join us again next week for episode 219. There's only one left. Did your voice just crack? I don't know what's going on here. I'm hungry. I need to go eat some Oh, food. dude, me too. Uh, there's only one thing left to do. So, Marianne, if you will. Ich habe hunger. Uh, I mean, ring the bell. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.